Welcome to the sermon podcast of Northridge Presbyterian Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm Betsy Sweetenberg, the pastor here, and I hope that in this podcast, you see what we seek to do week after week, approaching the stories of our faith with a holy curiosity, not shutting the book because the stories are hard or there are truths we'd rather ignore. Instead, approaching scripture, trusting that God will meet us there, full of grace and truth, teaching us something new about how we are to live in this world God so loves. Let us pray. Gracious God, help us to be steadfast in our hearing, in our speaking, in our believing, and in our living. Amen. Our scripture this morning is a familiar passage from Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him up for all of us, will he not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep to be slaughtered. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A couple years ago, Emily and I sat down with some of our committed youth leaders to talk about plans for the coming year. And over the course of the conversation, we asked them what their most basic hopes are for our youth who show up to Sunday school and to youth group and to mission trips. And without hesitation, one of them responded and said, it's a simple hope, really. I hope that the youth of this church never doubt that they are loved by God. There's a Hasidic folktale about a little boy who questions his rabbi. He says, Rabuni, why are we told to write the words of Scripture on our hearts Wouldn't it be better to write the words of Scripture in our hearts? Only God can write Scripture in our hearts, the rabbi said. But if we write Scripture on our hearts, then when our hearts break open, the words of Scripture will fall in. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors 
through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. We don't claim to do the thing that only God can do for these youth, but I can tell you that the people who have invested their time and energy and love into the young people of this community are doing just that. They are committing to inscribing these words of the love of God on their hearts. They do it by showing up to teach Sunday school, by chaperoning mission trips, by getting coffee, by sending random texts to check in on them, by worshiping on Sunday morning, by simply being present with them. And you are about to hear from a few of our seniors who are going to share memories and gratitude for the ways that you have shaped them. And what I hope you hear in all of their reflections is the way that you have helped to inscribe these words of Scripture on their hearts. Whether it's a profound memory or a silly one, they are all testaments to the ways that you have written the words of God's love on their hearts. And so our hope and our prayer for Emery and Audrey and for Caden and for Macy and for Jackson is that when this world breaks your heart, and it will break your heart, it's these words that fall inside and that you never, ever question the love of God for each of you. I will be reading Emory Johnston's uh, reflection on her behalf this morning. And I will be reading it just as it's written, so from her perspective. Good morning, my name is Emory Johnston, and I have been a part of Northridge since I was born. I was baptized here, and throughout the years I have learned just exactly what that means. Although I understand that meaning now, I haven't always held that power. Throughout the years, I have struggled with my faith in Christ. For a long time, I thought that this struggle would affect my place here at Northridge, and that I would not be accepted as a member of the church if my faith was hesitant. I quickly learned on mission trips and in services that this was not the case. I learned that Northridge is a place that accepts everyone, no matter what differences or struggles they have gone through. I suffer with major depressive disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Mentioning these weaknesses today is not intended to, to use as an excuse to struggle with my faith. Instead, I'm sharing this with you to show that through these diagnoses, I've not only struggled with my faith, but further down the road, I cho chose to give these weaknesses to God in order to aid me through them and guide me in the right path of what to study for my major. Northridge has taught me that no matter what your struggles are, what you go through on a daily basis, or where your belief in Christ stands, there is a community waiting on the other side for you, 
and cheering you on through every step. I will hold this with me for the rest of my life and know that no matter where I am or what I'm going through, I have a community supporting me through every hard instance I encounter. Although there are many other things I have been taught by Northridge, I have found that this teaching has been the most effective in my life, and that is why I'm choosing to share this with you today. As I continue to the next stage of my life, I am comforted and excited to take this insight with me to college and to my future endeavors. Thank you, Northridge, for raising me to be a child of God and to trust in him and all of you as I progress into the next chapter of my life. Hello, my name is Jackson Bernard. I'm sure quite a few of you know me already because I've been a member here for 17 years now. Um, and now I get to look back upon it all. Uh, from Sunday school to youth group now, the church has always welcomed me and supported me. From the screaming young child sprinting the old halls to the young teenager surrounded by high schoolers and the old damp basement couches, Northridge has always been a constant in my life. Uh, my favorite part of the church is definitely the mission trips. Uh, I've been on many mission trips from the family mission trips to Arkansas to the most recent trips to Oklahoma and Fort Worth. I remember filling goodie bags for disaster relief, touring Heifer International, and playing around the tree houses in Arkansas. Then, as I got older, the goodie bags uh, turned into helping, and helping make and hand out meals. Uh, the tours turned into volunteering, and the running around tree houses turned into river trips. I still remember on my first mission trip, uh, this park in the Mississippi Delta, blazing hot, and we had to build a chain link fence around the entire park. I don't think I've ever been uh, that hot since. But I would instantly go back. The word of finally seeing the first pole go up and then everyone after that was amazing. The sense of accomplishment has stuck with me since and follows me on every mission trip. But work is only half of it. From, what, from getting a record setting 13 clothespins on Zoe Scaria's back and hair without her noticing to watching Ben Hurt go back to finishing a bike-eating contest after throwing up my first mission trip. And, nearing, and nearly blowing off my hand after building a malfunctioning potato cannon from materials Wes and I smuggled back from a lunch break next to a Home Depot. Uh, mission trips have always been a blast and are just a fun and a unique way that I've yet to replicate. But after everything, the people at Northridge are what make this church so special. I, don't mention, I want to mention a couple people, starting with Emily, who has been a fantastic youth director in dealing with so many obstacles we decide to throw at her every week. Next, Chris Fox, who even as a small child, I just remember his kind words to me always, and he just continues to be there to this day. And I want to take a moment to thank Vince George, who probably had the hardest job here, tasked with guiding me through my confirmation process, who, despite my lack of interest in joining the church, still helped me in any way he could. And who converts Steve Waddell, always on mission trips and always providing technical insight on any construction project. He's taught me so much about everything over the years. And Marilee, who has constantly made me laugh, smile, and who I constantly terrify. She has always been there since I can remember and, puts a, and always puts a smile on my face when I see her. And I want to thank the congregation for supporting me and the other youth of the church and the countless others who have helped me so much. Thank you all.
Good morning, everyone. My name is Caden Gill, and I've been a part of Northridge ever since I was a little boy. Growing up in this church has allowed me the opportunities to participate in countless Sunday morning services, youth group meetings, and of course, the annual mission trips during the summer. I can truthfully say it's been humbling to be a part of such a concrete community that has always been there for me no matter what. I'm very thankful for this continuity that this church has provided me throughout all these years as I've grown closer to God. Additionally, I cannot stress how important all of the loving members of this church have been to me as mentors and leaders to my faith journey as a Christian. Just to name a few, Mary Lee Anderson, Mike Buchanan, and Emily Cox have been amazing figures in my life that truly embody what it means to be not only a Northridger, but a child of God. In my opinion, they have done such a brilliant job at embedding a healthy, loving culture for the youth here at Northridge. Their willingness to teach and lead, but also listen, has allowed not only myself, but so many others to explore our faith deeper and understand the world to a further extent. Being exposed to unfamiliar places, cultures, and activities has allowed me to gain an immense amount of perspective in addition to the many lessons I've learned as a member of this church. Of course, I'm also incredibly thankful to the other members of the youth group, especially my fellow seniors that I've spent a lot of time with at this church. Whether it was hectically trying to navigate the River Rapids with Emory on the Oklahoma mission trip, or hiding underneath the cobweb-infested chairs with Jackson during hide-and-seek on last year's mission trip in Fort Worth, I will always cherish the time I spent and the memories I made serving the Lord with my close friends at this church. As I've grown older, my admiration for all of the bountiful and generous tendencies that this church exhibits has grown immensely. I will always appreciate all of the folks at this church that not only claimed that God's loved me, but went out of their way to show his love to me. I have always felt welcomed here simply because this building and its mem members radiate love and kindness. I'm genuinely so proud to be a part of a community that is constantly trying to spread the love of God in a world full of hatred and evil. This church and its people have a palpable aura that has taught me to always be sympathetic and love everyone as a fellow child of God. As I begin yet another chapter in my young life, I will confidently continue down the path that this community has trailblazed for me, thanks to all of the beneficial lessons I've learned and the unforgettable memories I've made. <clears throat> Go out into God's world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all persons. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And as you go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the power of the Spirit bless you and keep you this day. And always, always. Amen.